Hey, guys, this is going to be an awesome episode with Bob Dykeman of Shadow Valley Outfitters. Before we get into that, I want to thank the sponsors of the podcast. I want to thank Go Hunt, the optics department. My friend Cody Nelson of 20-plus years is the optics manager. If you guys have any optical needs at all, spotting scopes, tripods, binoculars, rifle scopes, anything to do with glassing, if you'd like to purchase any optics, give Cody a call at 702-847-8747. That's extension 2. You can also send him an email at optics at gohunt.com. He answers those emails himself. He answers those phone calls himself. Make sure to tell him that I sent you, and uh, he's going to take care of you. I want to thank Go Hunt for their sponsorship. I also want to thank Kuyu Ultralight Hunting. Kuyu is the gear that I wear on all my hunts. Uh, you can find out more about Kuyu going to kuiu.com. I want to thank Kuyu. Uh, also, PhoneScope, if you use the jscott19 promo code, PhoneScope is the digiscoping adapter I use to video and take photos on all my hunts. Use the jscott19 promo code. You're going to get a 10% discount there at phonescope.com. Uh, that's PhoneScope, and that's S-K-O-P-E, phonescope.com. Uh, also, onxmaps.com. Onx I use on all my hunting and fishing trips. I actually use it in my real estate business as well. It's got a great private public land overlay. Uh, you can see who owns certain properties. You can see the boundary lines. Uh, I was just using the, the app this morning, tracking my uh, progress in, looking for a specific trail camera that I had set. Go to onyxmaps.com, use the jscott19 promo code. You're going to save 20% on the Onyx phone app. Guys, thanks for listening to this podcast. Appreciate all your support. If you'd like to send me a message, you can on Instagram. That direct message at jscottoutdoors. You can also send me an email, jscottoutdoors at gmail.com. Let's get right to this episode with Bob Dykeman of Shadow Valley Outfitters. Welcome to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. Today we've got Bob Dykeman of Shadow Valley Outfitters. He just got back from the Arizona Strip and had an unreal time up there. Bob, how you doing? I'm good, Jay. How are you? Good. Looked like you guys knocked him dead up there. Yeah, yeah, we were uh, we were pretty fortunate. We had a couple breaks go our way, and and uh, able to get a couple of um, really really good deer uh, in the in the salt. So um, you know we have a a bunch of good guys, and and I got to give a lot of credit to to everybody up there. We have a we have just an outstanding crew of guys that that come up and and help us every single year. So um, without them, you know, we would uh, probably still be hunting right now. So. Before we get into the details, uh, talk a little bit about the conditions. Uh, you're a commercial fisherman as well. You went fishing and then you got back. Talk about the conditions leading up to the hunt, what you saw uh, when you got up there and started scouting and, and before the hunt, and then how that uh, led into the hunt. Well, you know, I think, you know, when we talked before and, and, and you know, along with everybody else that you've had on, you know, through even going into last fall and the winter and, and then the spring and stuff, everybody was just really, really expecting just exceptional antler growth. Um, and that's, you know, I think exactly what we got. Um, getting up there, you know, I, I headed up right after I got done fishing. Um, I got back somewhere around the 20th of July. Um, we had a bunch, I got a couple guys up there in St. George, um, Trevor and Hunter, and they were, They've been up scouting a bunch while I was gone and, and running a bunch of cameras and stuff and, and talking to me about a bunch of deer that they have and, and everything. So I got back and 
I went up there for about a week or so with, with Jeffrey Rowe, and we scouted a bunch up there for a week or so and, and came back, and, and man, the conditions, you know, like I said, exactly what everybody was thinking. Um, the feed was great. It was a little, starting to get a little bit dry. Um, you know, there were some dirt ponds that I thought were going to be full, but, you know, you know, since, you know, really hadn't rained up there since, you know, maybe middle of May or something like that. So things were starting to dry out a little bit, but I mean, that didn't, it didn't matter for, for antler growth. Um, it was starting to, um, concentrate deer around some of the waters. Um, but man, antler growth was great. Um, it's still real dry up there. There really wasn't much of a monsoon, um, up there. So roads were dusty and everything, but man, it was, it was fun. We, uh, we killed one buck on water. Um, and then the other bucks, everything else that we killed was, was all spot and stock stuff. Um, kind of like how we like doing it anyway. Um, but yeah, it was exceptional. <laughs> it, it was, uh, it was just kind of one of those hunts that you just couldn't get out of big deer. Um, so we had how many deer did you guys time. kill total, Bob? Um, we killed three. three killed, killed three bucks. Yep. Um, Tell us about them. Well, Jeffrey's Jeffrey's was the first one. He uh, he killed on Saturday, I believe, and maybe that's a story for him to tell. But um, shoot, he yeah, he killed a great big old deer that a lot of people were trying to kill, and and honestly, he killed a deer in a, in a piece of country that not many people are going to be able to get it done in. Um, that buck, we we had gotten a pretty pretty good tip from a friend of ours up there that the buck moved a little bit. Um, we were able to get in there and, and hunt him a little bit or, or scout, and, and Jeffrey filmed him and found him before the hunt started. And then, well, that that little secret didn't, didn't stay a secret long, and all of a sudden there was a ton of people back in there. Um, you know, when the hunt rolled around, so they kept, they kept after it and, and found the buck, you know, long story short and found the buck Saturday night and Jeffrey slipped in and able to put an arrow in him. So, um, yeah, that buck is just phenomenal. I mean, just holding that thing is unbelievable. It is such a big deer. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Jeffrey's what kind buck. Of, what and, kind of buck is he? Oh man, you know, big <laughs> yeah, big and bigger to, yeah i'm afraid to put numbers out there but he's he's big i mean he'll he racks you know ranks right up there with with any of those big super giants that were killed this year um you know he, he definitely holds his own against you know um uh, uh clay's buck that they killed with uh um finley and and uh I mean, I mean, like a, a big, 230, 240 type buck or even bigger? Oh, every every bit of it. Okay, every cool. Bit of awesome. It. Yeah. awesome. Every single Incredible. So, um, I saw the yeah. picture and I was just like, holy smokes, that thing's a giant. It's It's got so much mass in all the right places and long points and wide and extras and, I mean, honestly every single thing that you could think of um it's just it's amazing you know and and and, and those guys man jeffrey and his guys they work so dang hard 
um, getting that buck down. So those guys, man, holy smokes, a bunch of killers in that camp. So. So then, what was next? Well, then so we hunted. We hunted Friday morning, and man, I, I I keep thinking a little bit about the the what could have been. I mean, we did. You know, in, in my mind, just phenomenal up there and killed some really, really big deer. But, man, we, you know, Friday morning we kind of went and um, hunted with Rob and and uh, almost got it done on another big 240-plus type buck. Um, had him at, you know, full draw at like 60 yards and with a doe in his way um, and just waiting for that doe to clear and that full draw for like, two minutes and he finally had to let off and as he let down the doe moved and presented a perfect shot but by the time he got drawn back again that puck had started walking again so um yeah it was just it was so incredibly close to killing that deer um but that deer ended up getting killed friday that was a um that was a big old deer big heavy deer and then um, let's see, I can't even remember what day, what day we ended up killing Rob's buck. It might have been Monday, might have been Sunday, actually. I think Sunday, maybe. Um, Sunday we killed Rob's buck, and that was, you know, a little over 30 inches wide, and, and a bunch of long, all the extras were a lot longer than we thought they were, you know, on trail camera. Those trail cameras can be so, so deceiving sometimes, um, you know, we we were thinking that buck was going to be like 210 or something like that on camera, and, and we were, you know, pleasantly surprised by the time we finally walked up on him. So, um, got that buck Bob, on the ground. And, real and, fast, uh, um, real yeah. fast. Do you do you think trail cameras shrink bucks up? Oh, 100 percent. Hundred, hundred percent. I I don't know of a a deer. I can't think of a deer that I thought was bigger and then and then get him killed and he's way smaller because of a trail camera I, I every single time you know i underscored you on trail camera okay and does that uh, apply to elk as well for you uh you know i i guess i don't he personally don't have enough experience in that in in getting bulls on camera and then getting those bulls killed and actually getting a tape on them you know so mm-hmm. I, I don't think i could actually weigh in on that on on the elk thing um, okay. I know with the, the bucks up there that we kill a hundred, uh, 100%, um, they are, they, they end up being bigger than what we think they are. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it just um, seems like trail cameras shrink things up. Uh, you know, it, it all comes down to angles, but it just seems like they, a lot of times for me, elk and deer, they both seem, and, and rams for that matter, uh, bighorn sheep, uh, just seems like trail cameras shrink them up. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you say that too because um, I've thought that as well. Uh, so Rob shot his big 30-inch giant, and, I mean, you guys have two big bucks on the ground, right? Yep, and, yep. And then you keep going. You got another, you got a third hunter. Yeah, yeah, my guy, um, guy named Wayne Bell, he didn't, he didn't show up. He had some, he was in British Columbia or something all weekend long, walking around on glaciers and stuff, having a good time. So he actually didn't come up until Monday afternoon. Um, and we hunted, 
gosh, I don't know, they all run together on the days, you know, but um, I think we ended up killing Wayne's buck on Wednesday, Wednesday mid-morning, um, and that was that, that wide buck. His is almost 35 inches wide, and he's got, like, the tripods out on the front end and, like, the double G2s and um, just a super big deer. Um, and that was another deer that, you know, we, we had hunted a little bit, with Rob, um, and then went in there, Rob killed his buck, went in there with Wayne, and, and got that buck on the ground, but, you know, the whole hunt, we were on big deer, um, it was, it was incredible, I've honestly never been, you know, the, the hunt last year on that drought year, um, with Mark, we had, that was like the best hunt, honestly, that I've ever, you know, archery hunt that I've ever had, just being covered up in big bucks, um, we had those three deer last year that we were hunting with Mark that kill any one of them, and, and we were going to be happy. Um, and we were on them all day. We could we could find them every single day. We you know we found two out of three of them every single day, if not all three, um, and we're able to put stocks on them. And, and then you know just stalking big deer. You know sometimes it happens real quick, and and then other times it takes a little while to to get her done. But you know and then we killed that buck with Mark last year. Um, I was like 215 and so I thought that was like the best hunt, the best archery hunt that I was ever going to see. Um, and, and then this year happens and it's just honestly every single day, you know, somebody glasses up a big deer to go hunt. Um, we had actually, I was out walking around behind camp one day and, and, you know, saw a big buck track and went and glassed him up and we went and stalked him one day. I mean, it was, you know, it didn't really matter where you went, it seemed like. You know, throw a throw a dart at a map and and go hunt there, and you're probably going to do all right. So, um, yeah, we killed Lane's buck. It's 35 wide, and and you know, well over 210 again. So, um, it was it was a fun year. <laughs> so, other people have been killing some pretty good deer as well. How does that, what are, you, what are your thinking for the rifle hunt with as many good deer have been killed in the archery? Do you think there's still plenty of big bucks for the rifle hunt? There's so many big deer, Jay. It's, it's, it, it, and we stayed up there for another four or five days um, and, and, and we're scouting and, and looking for other big bucks. We had one buck on camera that we wanted to go look at um, and then glassed him up one day. And that buck, like, watching him in glass, you're just like, holy crap. Um, there's there's, there's going to be no shortage of big deer on the right one. It's, it, it is, I can't wait for it. I really can't wait to get back up there and start scouting again. And we've got some really, really good rifle hunters coming in. Um, and then I can't wait to start sharing some of these pictures and videos with those guys and, and kind of starting, starting to get those guys excited about it. Um, because it is, we were, <laughs> we were, <laughs> we were kind of talking yesterday, um, me and a couple of the guys that, you know, talking, uh, we were sitting there on the side of the road and, you know, we got to start actually, you know, inventorying and like writing these things down, like right now, um, <laughs> getting everything really organized because normally, you know, we'll go into the rifle and go, okay, wait, we got these five bucks that we want to go kill, you know, and pretty easy to remember those five bucks and, and what those bucks do and, and everything else. And I was like, we got to, 
we actually have to write all this down and where we've seen them and what, what they've been doing and when they've been hitting, you know, instead of just relying on, on, you know, your phone and going back and looking at pictures. So we started kind of sitting there and doing that. And we, I don't even know if I want to say this number, um, on the, <laughs> um, we, I, I think we've got 24 bucks that we have seen and filmed and, or have camera pictures of like, that you know over the course of the last two weeks while being up there 24 deer that are way into the 200s to hunt wow. that are still alive not not bucks that are dead yet you know and, and some of those wow. bucks will probably get get killed there in the next 10 days or something like that but um it, it it's mind-blowing and that's just you know that's just us i can't even imagine what some of these bigger outfits have um you know, and, and what's going to show up that we don't have when we start scouting again here at the end of this month and, you know, those two weeks that we'll spend in in, uh, in October and then for the hunt and stuff will be, you know, I bet, I bet we'll have, I'll have another five, five weeks of scouting, I bet, close to, we'll call it four just to be safe, but four weeks of scouting prior to the, the rifle hunt starting. So um, I, who knows what's going to show up. On, on that rifle hunt, it's it's going to be, it is going to be so much fun. That's awesome. You had talked last time when we were on the podcast about your success last year on the rifle hunts, uh, going up there and, and doing some scouting in October, and you felt like going into the rifle hunt last year, you were pretty dialed in, and, you know, it seems like you guys killed those deer pretty quick, um, and were pretty focused on a couple of deer. When you have you know, 24 bucks or whatever it may be, uh, big giant bucks, how do you kind of, you know, you say you got to get organized in inventory and how do you kind of focus your efforts and be like, okay, you know, we know this area is going to get hammered, so maybe we're going to stay out of it or no, we're going to, you know, hunt right there where we know it's going to be hammered just because we want to kill that buck or kind of what's your strategy uh, for those October scouting missions? Um. Honestly, probably spend more time up there. You know, we, we spent those time and, and concentrated our efforts on those bucks that we wanted to kill last year. You know, those really key bucks. You know, those two bucks that we knew were left. Um, and we concentrated all of our time on those. Um, I'll spend more time and and concentrate on, I don't know, maybe 10 bucks. that You know, and, and go and learn 10 bucks really, really well again. And keep learning them, you know. And learning where they go and and what they do when they get bumped and, and kind of all those kind of things and, and just, you know, start getting pieces of the, the puzzle together. Um, but we will, I mean, this year there's a couple of, you know, super bucks that I know are going to have a bunch of people hunting them. And, you know, we're going to be right there with them. Um, I, I have, you know, we have a lot of confidence in our guys and, and some of the hunters to be able to get it done. And, you know, somebody's got to get, you know, the best going to walk in front of somebody on that hunt so why not not it be us um and i think if we can go up there and and spend more time than anybody else on those deer and and learn those deer that you know it maybe it's not just getting lucky that it's actually you know making our efforts um you know pan out and 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 get those get those bucks in our camp there so that's that's kind of the plan is you know there's a lot of deer but you know, like I said, probably 24 bucks, and that number will probably go up would be my guess, or maybe it'll go down with some bucks getting killed. But either way, you know, there's definitely a lot more deer that I want to focus on. Um, 
and that's you know we'll just spend more time doing it and and just learn the habits of even more deer so um i was kind of joking around with some of the guys prior to this archery hunt because we had so many big deer to hunt too it's it's actually a little bit overwhelming on what you want to do you know what you want to do and where you want to camp um for, for I sure i camp like three different times i hauled my trailer around that strip like three different times trying to figure out where the hell i actually wanted to camp <laughs> um, so it it's was, a good problem to have though isn't it it is it was a really yeah. really good problem to have and it all worked out and, and everybody was happy but um yeah yeah it was it was a good problem to have and it's going to be a lot of the same this, um on this rifle hunt it'll be a lot of i think this rifle hunt we got you know a, a few clients so we're going to end up having to probably drive a little bit further put a, uh, you know, the main camp kind of more centrally located and, and guys will just have to drive just a little bit further to get to some of these places. But, um, there are, there's, there's big bucks on the north end, there's big bucks in the middle and there's big bucks way down south. So, um, and we're gonna, we're gonna hunt every single one of them. <laughs> Bob, um, when you, Looking at it from a scouting perspective, and you talk about learning these deer, learning these habits, right now or during the season, did you get much rain at all, or is it, is it virtually no rain and it's pretty dang dry? That's, that's kind of the first question. And then at, if it stays dry, how does that affect your scouting, you know, coming up in the future before the rifle hunt if it stays dry? You know, so it was really, really dry up there. It was. It only rained. It rained on me one time for an afternoon, uh, and maybe thirty minutes or something like that. Um, it rained on us while we were in the field. Me and Wayne would just kind of just took shelter on a tr- under a tree for a half hour or something like that. Had some rain go through and a little bit of hail, and, and then it was back to being really, really dry. So it kind of looked like it did that, in you know, just real spotty around the unit. Um, maybe one day. So scouting will be, you know, you're just still looking, you know, all around. You know, you're looking for feed. You know, a, a good friend of mine always taught me to hunt the groceries, um, hunt the groceries and, and the water. So, you know, if it's dry over here and there's no groceries, you find find groceries and find water. So it will definitely concentrate here if they, if they don't get a big monsoon, which I don't know, I've heard a couple different things that it's going to be real late and, and heavy or really we're just not going to get one at all so who the heck knows but yeah you're gonna i mean if it stays dry you're gonna have to hunt around water and and you're really really going to be concentrated around water those those will all be concentrated and then those bucks will move in and and be with them those so yeah you're going to be hunting water a lot or around water yeah and um on the contrary if if we do get late monsoon because i've kind of heard the same thing i've heard you know mid-september they're talking about you know, mid to late September, potentially getting some good showers and good rain. Yep. In in your mind, is that just going to spread those deer out even more, and they're just going to roam all over and just just make it even yeah. uh, tougher? You know, for good for guys like you that spend a bunch of time up there, but tougher for the guy that can't spend as much time. Yep, yep, exactly. Yeah, you you hit it right on the head there. It's you know, I and I'd rather see those deer get spread out spread those does out it'll spread hunters out a little bit um you know just so everybody's not stepping on each other um i like that a lot more 
and, and get everything concentrated around, you know, within a mile of the water or whatever it is, and a bunch of people in there hunting, and it gets, the roads get dusty, and I mean, some of those places up there, you just, in those draws, you know, you go through those draws first thing in the morning, and, I mean, the dust up there, you go through all those silt beds, and you can't even, I mean, with no wind, you got to wait 20 minutes for the thing to clear out before you can drive down it, you know, if you're behind somebody. So I definitely would like to see it rain a little bit and, and knock the dust down and spread the deer out a little bit, and it would make it a better hunt for, for everybody. Well, you guys did a phenomenal job. When I started seeing the pictures filter in, I was just, I mean, just, absolutely grinning from ear to ear um just just watching the size of the bucks come in and knowing that you guys were having just a great time up there uh what do you have out in front of you here any any elk uh, hunting to do before more deer scouting or what's what's on the plate um for me i'm not going to be doing any elk hunting um i'm just going to be going and, and helping guys we've got quite a few elk hunts to do um but me personally, I'm not going to be doing any. I think I'm, I'm trying to stay away from doing the elk hunts myself. Um, I'd rather spend and concentrate my time on on deer hunts up there. Um, you know, and, and when I get some an extra week here and there, um, be able to spend it on the strip and and learn how to deer. So, and we've got a bunch of really good dudes that that are eager to work and and. Uh, and want these elk hunts and stuff, so I'd rather, you know, I'd rather pay them to do it and, and let them have the work and, and the fun and everything. Um, I'm not I'm not an elk guy anyway, so it, it really don't matter to me. I'd rather do the, do the deer and just kind of roll into camps and, and help out on the elk stuff as needed, you know, and go glass for guys and, and that kind of thing. So I'll be, I'll be bouncing around the state during the elk hunt, but not an actual elk hunter myself, so which I'm actually kind of looking forward to. <laughs> nice. One more question. I know you're busy. I know you got to get going. Um, but when you're talking about trying to learn more about these deer and, and, you know, really focus in on these deer and their patterns and what have you, um, you know, speaking specifically about these strip deer, do you find if you can glass them up and, you know, kind of figure where they like to bed, where they like to feed? I mean, typically are these bucks, you know, in a fairly tight circle, you know, between now and, and during the rifle hunt, or do you find that they really uh, will get out and start roaming around any time between now and the rifle hunt? I think it all depends on the deer. It, it, I think deer, it just totally depends on the buck. I mean, there's bucks up there right now that I can tell you what tree you've bedded under, you know. Um, and then there's other bucks that you're just like, I have no idea. You just got to go up there and find them. Um, some bucks move a, a long ways, you know. I think, you know, move up to 10 miles or so to go rut, and some bucks will rut the does that they've been with all summer long. So, yeah, I think it just, it all depends on the deer. There was a, there was a buck um, that we wanted to go look at. I mentioned earlier that we wanted to go get eyes on, and we went down there one day and went glass for him, and one evening, me and, me and one of the guys and got up on this hill and found him in, 10 minutes or something like that. Kind of where, right, right where I thought he was going to be. Um, just by feed and that kind of stuff. There's one ridge out there that has really, really good feed on it. And sure enough, the buck was on that ridge. Well, we went down there, I think the next day to try and hunt him. And he wasn't there. We couldn't find him. And then the following day, he hit the camera. He hit the camera at like 
little after four o'clock in the morning. So we were like an hour behind him. I was like, all right, well, we're going to go out some up right here, you know. And he was he was so far away from that camera in one hour, or an hour and a half. We picked him up pretty quick, but he was so far away and in the complete opposite direction of where I thought he was going to be. So, it, like a buck like that, he just, I think, wanders around. And, you know, I mean, he's probably got a four-mile square area that he'll be in. Um and other bucks, like I said, you can I can tell you exactly what draw they're in right now. So, yeah, yeah, that and that's just that's just part of learning the deer. Like you know, um, is it a buck that you're actually going to be able to learn, or or is it one that you know is going to make you pull your hair out? Um, yeah, that's just it. All depends on bucks. They're they're all different. They're like they're just like elk or anything else. And um, yeah, who knows what the heck they're going to do. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, I'm glad you guys had a great hunt, and I look forward to seeing your success up there on the rifle strip hunts. Uh, I encourage anybody listening to check out Shadow Valley Outfitters. Uh, Bob, want to give you a chance to just make sure uh, the listeners want to get a hold of you where they can, where they can follow along uh, and learn more about you guys. And, uh, yeah, my hat's off to you guys. Your, your hard work always pays off, and I appreciate you coming on and spending some time with us on the podcast. Yeah, I appreciate it, Jay. Yeah, no, it's always a pleasure pleasure being on here with you and, and chatting with you about, about animals. Um, you know, probably the best place is, is really probably Instagram. Um, there's kind of three of us, me, Pat, and Ben are always, you know, one of us is always kind of checking it, um, you know, because we all do spend so much time in the field. If you're looking to get a hold of us right away, it's, you know, Instagram gets checked daily by at least somebody um facebook again at you know shadow valley outfitters um we're getting ready to launch a new website here pretty soon it'll be you know shadowvalleyoutfitters.com but it's going to have a, a bunch of content and a bunch of cool stuff that we're pretty excited about so a bunch of updated pictures and kind of all that jazz um so those are probably the best ways you know and, and there's phone numbers on all those all, all those sites and we're always looking to chat about elk and deer and, and coos deer down south and um ben's got some awesome stuff coming up and, and pat too and it's you know just as a company-wide deal deal we got we got a lot of exciting stuff coming up and, and hunters and, and clients and, and and again you know a huge 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 thanks to everybody that comes out into our camps um comes and hangs out whether they're paid or not um i think the the passion is what what gets everybody there um you know, we have so many people that come out and just want to want to be there and see big deer hit the dirt. Um, you know, it's it's kind of our passion, and and we get to share it with a bunch of really really cool dudes. So we're pretty fortunate, and uh, can't wait for the next one. Right on, buddy. Sounds great. Look forward to talking to you uh, after the strip hunts. Uh, God bless. Tell the crew, great job, and um, we'll be glued on that Instagram, checking out all your photos. Okay. Perfect. Appreciate it, Jay. Have a good one. All right, take care.